I'm starting Simon Reish, Samach Gimel, and we'll be dealing with the mitzvah of Hadlakas Neros. We saw Reish Samach Aleph, which was the background to the uh, the timing of Shkia and Beit Hashmashos, and we got into that whole discussion, the Machlokas, the Rebinatam, and the Gra. And now in Simon Reish Samach Gimel, we're going to get involved with the mitzvah of Hadlakas Hanair for Shabbos. Where does it come from? Who uh, who has the chiyuv and many different situations? A very practical, very nogelamaisa. As a brief background, the Gemara in Shabbos tells us that Chavhei Hadlokas Ner B'Shabbos Chova that lighting the candles before Shabbos is an obligation. The question is, what exactly is that obligation? Rashi says, it's Kavod Shabbos who She'ein Hasuda Chashuva El B'Makom Or Ke'en Yimama. It's a it's a fulfillment of Kavod Shabbos because it's bringing honor and dignity to the Suda by having it well lit. That's what Rashi says. Tosis over there says that uh, lighting the candles is a kiyum of Oneg Shabbos. She'yisud b'makom haner mishum Oneg. So Rashi's telling us it's based on kavod. It brings an ambiance, it brings a dignity, a sense of chashivus. And Tosva says it's based on Oneg Shabbos. It allows you to see, and, and therefore you could function. If things are dark and you can't eat like a mensch, it's a lack of Oneg. There's a third reason given as well, which we find in the Gemara. There's a discussion if you only have enough money to purchase candle for Shabbos or a candle for Hanukkah, which one, uh, which one comes first? So the Gemara says that Ner Shabbos comes before Ner Hanukkah based on Shalom Bayis. Because there's an Indian of Shalom bias when it comes to Ner Shabbos. What exactly is that Shalom bias? As some Roshonim explain that if things are dim and uh, you're going to trip over the toy that was left out, it puts you in a bad mood and it starts with Machlokas. So Mishum Shalom bias, we have uh, the Hadlokas and Eros. An interesting nafkamina between Oneg and Kavod and, and Shalom bias is one could argue that nowadays, and we'll speak more about this as we go through the Simen, but nowadays we have electricity, Baruch Hashem, and the house is well lit. According to Tosvos, where the whole goal is Oneg Shabbos, just to be able to see what you're doing and to make sure you could eat like a mensch, so there's no need for lighting candles. We have electricity. The room is very well lit. How could you make a bracha? However, according to Rashi, that says it's more based on Kavod Shabbos, to give it a sense of dignity and chashivas, you could argue, even though we have light, Having candles is still, it makes it special, and then hence we have a bracha. But we'll see more about Bizman Hazah as we go throughout the simon. For now, let us start the Mechaber. You should be careful to have a good ner. What does that mean? Let's quickly see the mission in Vera before continuing. The mission in Vera is quoting the opinion of Tosvos, that we have this obligation for Oneg Shabbos. And in order to be Mekayim the Hidr Mitzvah, you should make sure it's a good flame. And we'll see more about this in Reish Samech Dalit. Continues the Mechaber. Some of the custom to have two wicks. Let's say you have two wicks floating in oil. One is for Zachar and one is for Shamar. The, the Etzim Chiyuv is to have one candle, but some have two. Says the Ramah, And you're allowed to add, you could have three or four candles, and that seems to be the Minig, people do add. 
A woman who forgets one time to light. So she doesn't light at all Arab Shabbos. So if usually she lights two candles, she will now continue for the rest of her life. This is based on the kanas. It's some form of a fine that she'll now light three candles. It sounds like the Ramah here is bothered by the implied question. How do we have a custom in general to add more candles than two? If there's something special, there's a remez of having two candles, keneged, shamra v'zachar, so then if you add more, you're, you're taking away that remez. So to that, the Ramah seems to be answering, no, you could always add on. Adding on more candles is not taking away the, uh, the, the, the remez to shamra v'zachar, and that's fine. Let's jump now back to the Mishnah Mura Sivkat and Beis, Yofa. We said the the flame should be a good flame. to have children who are Torah scholars. That through the ner mitzvah of Shabbos will come the light of Torah. And this is also why it's appropriate for a mother to daven right after she finishes the lighting and the bracha, that she should daven for boys to bring light to the world through their Torah. The hadlaka should not be limited to the dining room, but you should make sure to have light in every room that you're going to use on Shabbos. At least one candle, even though you're not going to be eating there. So you don't trip on something. The bracha is made on the candles in the place of eating. So you have the, the Shabbos candles in the dining room. That's where the bracha is made. But you have to make sure to have light in every room you're going to use. And nowadays that would mean, even though you only have candles in the dining room, if you're going to be utilizing bedrooms or an office, you have to make sure to have some light so you don't trip and you mevatel oneg Shabbos that way. Now, the postkim say, Shlomo Zalman Arbach writes this, and Ramosha as well, even if you don't have a light in the room itself, but rather you have light coming in from outside the window or from the hallway, as long as there's sufficient light in those other rooms where you're able to do whatever you need to do, that's a, that's a key of the mitzvah. Sifkat and Gimel, Lasos. People have the custom to make two wicks. If you only have limited funds, better to get one nice one than two, two not so nice ones. So if you're using oil, that's when you would have two wicks. If you're using candles, so then then you'd use two candles. And this is interesting halacha that many people are unaware of. In contrast to the, the Neros of Hanukkah, when it comes to Shabbos, you're allowed to light from a Shabbos candle. It doesn't matter how many candles you're lighting. 
ואין בזה משום ביזוי מצווה, this is not a disgrace to the מצווה. תכולן של מצווהם, because the ones that are burning are של מצווה, and the ones that you're, you're transferring the fire to are also של מצווה. אבל אוסר להדליק קסם או נר של חול מנר של שבס, however to take a little piece of wood, or the equivalent would be a match, or to take a regular candle that's not going to be used for one of the candles on Shabbos, just to take the fire from one Shabbos candle and bring it to another Shabbos candle, that one should not do mishum bizui mitzvah, because that's considered a disgrace for the mitzvah. V'nogu l'achmer b'zeh, afilu im kavanaso, k'day l'hadlik bo ner acher shel Shabbos, and even though your intention is to take this ner shel chol, get the fire from one Shabbos candle and transfer it to a, a different Shabbos candle, better not to do that. That's a lack of the chashivas v'ayin berlacha. So to take a Shabbos candle itself and to light it directly from another Shabbos candle is okay, but anything in between you should stay away from. Sivkat and hay. So the custom is to have one wick or one candle k'neged zocher and one k'neged shamor. Some have the custom to make one candle out of wax with two different wicks that are woven together, like a braid, similar to a Havdalah candle. Because it's not only referring to Zachar V'Shamur, but it's the fact they were said in the same utterance, so it should be in the same candle. It's a nice idea. It's beautiful. Aval Osan Anashim... Those people just take two candles and try to attach them when they're, when they're lighting them. That's not appropriate. What happens is they're going to melt each other and the wax is going to drip. They're going to bend over and fall down. So if you're going to do the, uh, the braiding in Mahalach, just make sure to do it right. You're not allowed to use any wax that comes from a non-Jewish or a pagan uh, place of worship. Even in a case where it would be mutter for a regular person to use this kind of wax for a mundane purpose, So even though there's no official iser of using something that was used for a the fact that it was once in that place, you should not use it for a mitzvah because it's disgusting. Right, if you have nothing else to use but this kind of candle, then it's permissible. But better not to make a bracha. So the Ramah says you're allowed to add candles. You could have more than two. Some have the custom of lighting seven. Keneged Shivas Yimeshvua correspond to the days of the week, Vyesha Sara, and some have ten candles, Keneged Sarasa Dibros, corresponding to the the Sarasa Dibros. The Ain Srichen Leos Kulan al Shulchan, but anyone who has more than two, they don't all have to be on the Shulchan or in the dining room. You could uh, have them throughout the house. Now it's interesting, the Ramad does not mention the custom of having a candle per child. However, it's quoted from the Lakutim Marich that there is such a custom of adding a candle per child based on the fact that we mentioned before 
that through Neros one is Zoha to uh, to sons who are Talmud Chachamim. And therefore it makes sense to add Kadesha Yisku Habonim Lios Talmud Chachamim. Now it's somewhat interesting that according to that logic of the Marich, it would make sense to add for boys, but I'm not sure why that would apply to girls. But we know the prevalent custom is for all children, where many people do add candles. Continues the, the Mishnah Bura. Sivkat and Zion, Shlosha Neros, Marikish Bishahoya Regila Bishnaim. If someone forgot to light one Shabbos, she had now should light three, assuming she was accustomed to lighting two beforehand. And if she used to light three, so from now on she should light four. And if she forgot many times, Every Friday afternoon one forgets to light, based on negligence, um, they always have to add another candle. So theoretically you could have a person who lights 15 candles based on the fact that they forgot uh, 13 times. And it's all based on a fine, in order to try to encourage people to be careful with Kavad Shabbos. If it was an ones, if there was something that was totally beyond one's control, let's say somebody was in jail or something like this, then there's no need to add on the next week. So, for example, if someone just had a child and they're in the hospital, we're going to learn in a moment the custom is that the husband lights anyway, but that would be an example of an ones. I was in a place where I couldn't light. That if you have a poor woman, you can be makel that if she forgets, instead of having to add another candle, which would be a major expense for her, she could just add a little bit more oil into the ner. And if she lights candles, then that instead of having her light too, at least she should light a, a bigger one than she did in the past. This is what the Ramah said that. Um, Adding on doesn't take away from the remez. The first two work for corresponding to Zohar V'shamar. Anything you add on top of that, matovu manayim, no problem. Sif base. Echad anashim v'echad anashim chayavim liyos b'bateihem ner dolok b'shabbos. Question here is, who has the obligation of lighting Shabbos candles? The Mechaber says, both men and women have the obligation of having candles lit in their house on Shabbos. Even if you don't have what to eat, one is still required to go around knocking on doors, trying to get money to be able to buy the candle. This is included in the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos. Again, this seems to be in line with Tosvos. The Mechaber is not talking about a case where a family really has nothing to eat. If that was the case, then it would be better to go around asking for money to try to buy bread for Shabbos. Because with bread, you're able to say Kiddush and have the Suda of Shabbos. Rather, the intent of the Mechaber is you have nothing to eat from yourself. 
It's talking about a person or a family, Nebuch, that's being supported by Tzedakah. It's teaching us you still need to put in Hishtadlus to get a Nair for Shabbos. One who does have money, but he's very limited. The first priority is having bread for the Suda Shabbos. And like you mentioned, that way you could say Kiddush on the Lechem, and you're being Yotze, the Chiv of having a Suda. But once you have bread, then the, the second priority is having a Ner Shabbos, and that comes before even any other food for the Suda. Um, even though meat and other things like we saw before in Reishinun are included in the midst of Onik Shabbos, the Ner has more chashivas because of the Shalom Bayas aspect of it, like we'll see later on. But all you have to do is buy one candle. So priority one is getting bread. Once you have bread, then get yourself a candle, but don't even get two candles. One is sufficient, and then with the rest of the money, you could buy other food for Shabbos. That even one who has very little funds should do something special for the covet of Shabbos. And look what we said earlier in Simon Reishman and Beis, that was the Simon on covet and Onik Shabbos. Sivkat and Yud, you have to go around asking for money to purchase a candle. Dehu Iker Onig Suda Shabbos, because having light is the Iker of the Onig of the Suda. Umihu Ein Sarech Lazeh Rak Bishvil Nerechad, but again, to be Makayim this, all you need is one candle. So we accomplished Sif Aleph and Sif Base, and we'll continue tomorrow with Sif Gimel.